Sarava Show with your host, Doug Sarava. Doug the Fire. Alright, we are the, it's this is the Doug Sarava Show. I'm here with Andrew Bram. Andrew, we have a lot to get to today. Um, obviously New York opening, New Jersey opening, uh, MLB Players Association, what Rob Manfred had to say. What Kyrie Irving had to say, and obviously Robbie Pito, Robbie Pito got dra- signed a contract. Are you looking forward to today's show? Yes, very much so. I mean, a lot of things to talk about, a lot of major changes going on in the world we live in, and just a lot of great news that are that's going on right now. So, phase two for New Jersey. Right. What are the things that are opening up today? So some of the things that are opening up, according to Governor Murphy, is outdoor dining, non-essential retail businesses, businesses, and then the following week you got barber shops, nail salons, and you got a uh, hair salons all opening up the following week, along with tattoo shops. Uh, New York Phase One, obviously. What's this impact? What do you think the impact will be? Moving forward, do you think we'll see a second wave knowing that we were locked down while other states opened too early? Um, I don't think so because, I mean, the numbers have been uh, very low for the last three months. And, you know, Murphy is, you know, taking things very slowly as much as he can so that he prevents a second wave from happening. So I don't think there's going to be a second wave that will come to New Jersey. I think the other states that opened up a little too early. I think we'll see a second wave of coronavirus uh, um, results and impacts. So I think, I think New Jersey will only get hit by one wave, and then it'll be over with. So it's been a while since we talked. How, how have you been doing? I've been doing very well. You know, I uh, you know I'm glad we're here tonight talking to each other, and I'm glad that you know we're, you know, we get to see each other physically in person again. I know this is the first time we're doing one outdoor with all the new. Re- uh, restrictions lifted up. This yeah. is, I'm liking this uh, this feel. We should right. do this more often. Yeah. Uh, so for for our viewers, if they don't know, we're live on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We have our podcast called the Doug Sharavo Show. I'll have mm-hmm. special guests. Previously, I had Matt Skobolev, right? Yeah. Lev and now you're for the second time. So I'm really looking forward to this show. We have a lot of great work to do. A lot of stuff to talk about. But where where do you see New Jersey moving along? Do you see uh, restaurants indoor July maybe August um I would say sometime in the middle of July so today my friends and I we were talking about a men's basketball league that we were supposed to have this summer but unfortunately because of the coronavirus you know that was canceled for uh for the moment so my friends today they were discussing about it and they said that uh that uh, contact sports will probably be up by July 20th so I think we'll see, you know, by that point sometime, and at that point we'll see everything else open up with some, you know, new restrictions until a vaccine or or all the numbers are completely eliminated. Now, where do you see this going for, like, businesses? Do you think it's going to be a tough recovery, or do you think they could be back and better than ever before? Where do you see that progress going? Um, I think it just depends what kind of business you're in. I mean, if you're in the barbershop business, I mean, you'll lose some money for now, but I think you'll be completely fine because at least you're still getting, you know, giving people haircuts. They're still giving you, you know, the right amount of money. They're giving you tips. 
the only thing I think you're losing your money from, depending on you know what state you live in, is all the beard and uh, the beard shavings and the beard trimmings because half these barbershops across the nation now that are opening up require face masks. So, what are your plans moving forward? Uh, my plans moving forward is just you know just trying to wait to see what will happen. You know, I'm just waiting to hear what Murphy will say about phase three of reopening. I'm at least glad phase two is happening now because, you know, I really want to go back to the barber shop. I mean, I at least got a cut, you know, which oh, is yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm bald, so I'm able to do it on yeah, my own. So, but the beard has to be shaped up and yeah. um, all that good stuff. But this is what Philip Murphy had to say today. Let's take a listen. Yep. We're doing outdoor dining today, all retail, not just essential. Daycare is opening. We've got barbershops and hair salons next week. Uh, we're slowly but surely getting back on our feet. You had to go to... And that was on... So we give them credit. That was on the Today Show. What's your comments in response to what Phil Murphy had to say today? I think Murphy did a pretty good job. Even though I'm not a Democrat, I'm not a fan of the Democrats and how they run the system. At least I like how he uh, ran the system throughout this whole pandemic. At least he took things slowly, and he at least, like, really cared about the people throughout all this. And, you know, hearing about Phase 2 was the best move and best thing he had done. You know, opening up, you know, the places that people really need, which are the barbershops, the hair salons, and the nail salons and tattoo shops. Because people, of course, you know, they want to look good for themselves, and they want to, you know, they want to show what they have. And since the summer's coming up, you know, it's, you know, literally this is the perfect time that Murphy's opening up all these places so that everybody can get their cuts or their nails done or whatever it could be in order to, you know, show off what they have this summer. How important do you think it's for these businesses to stay open just in case a second wave hits, which I don't think is going to happen because I think Jersey's done its best to avoid that. Uh, I don't think, like I said, I don't think there's going to be a second wave. I think, you know, we'll just have one huge wave. And I think Murphy's just going to take everything slowly and try to, you know, at least make things as flexible as possible, but also try to make sure everything's being done correctly. So I think we won't get hit by a second wave. All right, so we're going to just take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back for the second part of our show. Okay, thank you. The window of an Amtrak train can open up a whole new world for your kids. A world full of farms and sleepy little towns that belong in storybooks. A world of crystal clear lakes and rivers and cities so big and beautiful. They take your breath away. America is a country full of Incredibles and right now, you and your family can see more of it. Through your own wide window for less with an incredible Amtrak vacation. Because with Amtrak's family fares, members of the family can save 50 to 70% off the regular fare on all trains, except Metroliners. And Amtrak also has over 150 tour packages to choose from, from simple day trips to cross-country cavalades. So this summer, why not let your kids no, no, see America from a different point of view? For details, call Amtrak or your travel agent. You are listening to the Doug Sarabo Show with your host, Doug Sarabo. We are back for part two of this podcast. Now we're in the sports section of the show, specifically 
Major League Baseball. Andrew, I'm sure you heard that the Players Association rejected the latest offer. How difficult is this as a baseball fan, knowing that there's no baseball as of now? Uh, it's very difficult because, you know, during the springtime, you're always, you know, this is the one time of the year you look forward to baseball and you look forward to what the MLB has to offer every season. And you just want to know who will win the World Series. And it's crazy. This is the first year ever in my entire life that the MLB is not going on right now because of the pandemic. So do you do you think a lot of this has to do with greed? Because I'm sitting here, the players, they say they love this game so much, but yet they want to reject every offer. I understand the contract is going from $30 million to $7 million. But if you just want to play baseball, is the pay really that important? Uh, if you really have a passion for baseball, I mean, it shouldn't even matter that much. I mean, you know, at least you're playing the sport you love to play uh, instead of just sitting around the entire season and not playing at all. You know, it's better that way. And at least you're earning some, you know, some income. I mean, MLB players make a lot more money than any of us combined. You know, they're... You know, superstars like them, whether they be in sports, whether they be in acting, all those people, they, they make tons of money. So, do you think there'll be a season? Uh, I have a feeling it's going to get canceled this year because there's so many, you know, offers and plans they have, and they keep getting denied. So, I don't think there's going to be a season this year. So, Rob Manford said that there's no season this year, when a few days ago he said there will be a season. Do you think he's basically telling the fans, his players, his employees, it's over? Uh, I think so. I mean, I think so, because since everything, you know, since there's too many complications, too many problems going on this year with just trying to figure out how to play and how to get paid and who, who will show up, who won't. You know, I think the season's going to be canceled this year. See, there's a lot of stuff. It's basically the money. There's teams that can't survive. You look at the small market teams, Pittsburgh, uh, Tampa Bay, obviously, Baltimore. These fans are used – these these organizations are used to not having the, no fans. So it's like, what do you do next? Uh, You know, that's a good question. I mean – if you don't have any fans or any, like, you know, or you're not playing, I mean, it's it's going to be a tough one. You know, they just got to figure out some alternative to, to you know, get that income. You know, they should, you know, at least file, you know, maybe the MLB should file for some kind of, like, unemployment. I think I think that's what they should do, <laughs> you know. File for unemployment. Yeah. I don't think be, they'd be happy making the money they do. They'd yeah. be making 600 a week. Yeah. But that's that's the issue. It's the money. Yeah. And, you know, we have a lot to get to today. So what do you think about, you know, you think baseball has to do with the states? And here we go. We got our producer, James Saravo, giving us some notes. Yep. So, we ha yeah, we have a lot of stuff to get to still. But you think it's basically the money issue? Or do you think it's maybe the health because there's a lot of obstacles to get somewhere. Um, you look at like the NHL where they started uh, phase two for training camp. I think it all depends on what the owners of baseball want. But most the way it's looking, it's the players saying we're not going to play 
if you're not paying us full. So how fair is that to the ownership, the organization? Uh, yeah, I think it's just all for the money. I think from what I just heard, I think it's just all for the money and revenue. Because it's these players are used to making all this money and, you know, being able to support themselves with good bank uh, with a good pay. I think it's just all for the money at this point. Alright, so we got more to get to today. But first we have another commercial. It was a beautiful day of hockey for little Johnny and his friends. Until Daddy What's the matter, son? I got into a fight during a hockey game. We need to get you some help right away. Playing a sport like hockey gives you a risk of losing your teeth or a black eye. And if you ever face a situation like that, you can head to Riverside Dental Health, where they offer emergency care. And boy, does that help little Johnny right now. Contact 201-488-8228 or visit our website at RiversideDentalHealth.com. Riverside Dental Health, located on the opposite side of Riverside Square and Home Depot, or contact 201-488-8228. I'm Doug Saravo, and boy did I hate wasting hours on papers. I knew I had to make my hobby a reality. I love interviewing athletes and doing podcasts in my kitchen. Now I'm on to bigger things as the Connecticut School of Broadcasting offers studio time. If you enter CSB, you will have the opportunity to learn how to run a control room, edit highlights, direct a newscast, and even create logs for a radio show. The Connecticut School of Broadcasting gives you the chance for success. Visit GoCSB.com for more information on how you can receive a radio tour. GoCSB.com You are listening to the Doug Sarabo Show with your host, Doug Sarabo. We are at the fire. So now we talk about the NBA. We're going to talk more about the NHL. And our final part would be part four. So, Andrew, Kyrie Irving said he doesn't want to go to basketball because of all this, all the issues going on into the world. And I believe it was Kendrick Perkins who came out and said Kyrie wanted to go a few days ago, but now all of a sudden because... The Nets don't want him to uh, play due to his uh, surgery and rehab. He's not going. How fast do you think he will want out of Brooklyn? So, uh, what do you mean? Like he, you think- Meaning he would want to get traded, maybe a buyout. Because the way it's looking, the Nets don't want him to play to risk future injury. Right. So, how fast do you see him being mad with the Brooklyn Nets organization, the coaching staff, how fast do you think he's gonna be like? You know what? I don't want to be here. Uh, I think he's gonna get. I think he's gonna want to trade because, you know, the Nets are completely refused, are completely not le- letting him play at all. They're not letting him play at all. So, 
Yeah, I think they're going to go with Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis LeVert. Right. So I think Durant is probably going to go to another team, probably like the Cavs or probably the Warriors. Are you talking about Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant. Well, he still has uh, a large contract left. Yeah, that's so true. I don't but... think I don't think KD's going to be unless something happens in the offseason where they figured, you know what, it's not going to work here. Time to move on. Right. But I think they just want to have both guys healthy. Right. So, do you think Kyrie Irving will end up being frustrated, or he understands, or do you think maybe he's looking for excuses? It's a whole mess right now in the Brooklyn Nets organization with their two stars. Yeah. Uh, no, I think uh, he'll understand. I mean, one of them was out for the entire season because of an injury, so I think I think he'll understand because you know he just you know uh, you know one of them just went through an entire surgery and rehab, so I think. I think he'll understand. So I think, I think it's just they're just gonna have to play as best as they can and just you know let the season end at this point. All right. So I'm trying to pull. Uh, this is all right. This is Kyrie Irving's quote. Mm-hmm. As an oppressed community, we are going on 500 plus years of being systematically targeted, used for our IP slash talent also still being killed by the very people that are supposed to protect and serve us. We've had enough. We are combating the issues that matter most. We will not accept the racial injustice that continue to be ignored in our communities. We will not be kept in the dark when it comes to our health and well-being, and we will not ignore the financial motivations and expectations that have prevented us historically from making sound decisions. And that was between Kyrie Irving, Avery Bradley. So, right. what is is it more about the racial injustice? Is it about him not playing? Because uh, that, Kendrick Perkins said, and you could give your thoughts as I look up that tweet. I feel like it's all about the George Floyd thing he just brought up just now. I feel like because you know, basically, it explained about white police officers protecting our nation instead of uh, you know. Right, so basically it was about white police officers, you know, they should be protecting our nation instead of killing people for right, just so because is, of their skin color. This is what Kendrick Perkins said via CBS Sports Radio. Right. No one is listening to Kyrie. The NBA is going to continue. All he's doing is causing unnecessary drama between the NBA brothers that we don't need right now. So you think it's just him looking for attention because he's not playing? Uh, definitely, yes. I think he's just doing it in order to fire media storm, and I think he wants a riot between you know the NBA players and whoever else is involved in this in this entire situation. So I think it's just the backlash he's doing right now. I think he's just doing it for the attention and for the sake of sake being. Because he was fine about it, about it a few days ago, right? And this is actually uh, this is from Kendrick Perkins via his Twitter. Wait to the next CBA because look at them, they're not together, which we're not right now as a players association. And then I read another statement that Kyrie made saying he's willing to give it up all. Don't be willing. This ain't the time Do to it. be willing. Do it. My, <laughs> Do my, it. My, my, no, Maya Moore, she didn't she wasn't willing. She did it. She, did she walked it. away from the game of basketball and took this on full time. So, Kyrie, you ain't the time to be talking about, oh, I'm willing to do it. No, if you're going to make a stance, do it. Or don't talk about it. 
I'm not arguing. So I basically think points. it's just Kyrie looking for attention. Mm-hmm. So on to the NHL. They're starting phase two. Teams are able to go for training camp. Do you think this is a smart move by the NHL? Obviously, they want to give a championship to a team. Definitely. But the way it looks, is you're going to be delayed. You will be delayed for next season. NBA set a draft day in November. NHL has the draft lottery next month, I believe. So it seems like everything is a little bit confusing right now. What do you have to say about the sports trying to continue? Do you think they should just let it go, wait till next season, get everybody healthy? Or do you think they're doing this to get the TV revenue? Because obviously they missed out on Stanley Cup playoff money, NBA final money. NBA, I could understand because you have the TV ratings and you're going to get a lot of money from the TV deals. Right, exactly. But do you think it's worth the risk of, God forbid, a player gets injured, season delayed next year? What do you think about that situation? Uh, You know, I definitely want to see a championship, you know, handed out to, you know, the NBA, the NBA, some in the NBA and in the NHL. Yeah, however, I think they should, you know, I think they should just cancel the rest of the season because, you know, the NBA proposed to start at the end of July, and they finish in October, and then that's when the next NBA season starts. And the same thing with the NHL, where they plan to start sometime in July and then and end in October, and then that's when the NHL season starts as well. So I think they should just let it go. I think they should just let it go and just wait till next season because too much is going on. The world really needs to, you know, get back together. And, you know, next season – I'm assuming that nothing terrible like this will ever happen for a very long time. So we're going to have a quick break, and then we'll go into part four. And we have a friend to discuss and his, uh, his future goals. So we'll be right back for part four, and we'll see you guys. We'll hear, you'll listen to us pretty soon. I'm Doug Sarava, and boy, did I hate wasting hours on papers. I knew I had to make my hobby a reality. I love interviewing athletes and doing podcasts in my kitchen. Now I'm on to bigger things as the Connecticut School of Broadcasting offers studio time. If you enter CSB, you will have the opportunity to learn how to run a control room, edit highlights, direct a newscast, and even create logs for a radio show. The Connecticut School of Broadcasting gives you the chance for success. Visit GoCSB.com for more information on how you can receive a radio tour. GoCSB.com You are listening to the Doug Sarabo Show with your host, Doug we didn't start the fire. Da, 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 All right, so we are at the last part of our show. Andrew and I are happy to have your support. Thank you for always listening to us, and we really appreciate this. We appreciate the fans. Follow us on Instagram, Real Doug Saravo, Saravo Broadcasting. 
Uh, and his Instagram is Bramandrew287. Bramandrew287. So we appreciate the support and thank you for being with us the last few weeks. We hope to be there with you for many, many years. So, Robbie Pito, mm-hmm. drafted by the Angels and drafted by the Tampa Bay Rays. It's official, Angel. He's a Los Angeles Dodger. Yes, and I'm actually a Los Angeles Dodgers fan. And it really, you know, it, I feel great that somebody from my own town and from my high school is actually playing for the team that I support the most. So there's a few people from Monroe. That's Actually, there's two people that's in Major League Baseball. We have Nick Dini, Kansas City Royals, who made his debut last year. Good friend of mine. I went to high school with him. And another good friend of ours, Robbie Pito. So let's take a listen to what he, this is what he said. Let's pull up his post. Just give us a second, fans, and we'll get this going to you. All right, this is what Robbie Pito said. All right, this is what Robbie Pito said. Once it goes up. All right, here we go. This is a quote from Robbie. Completely overwhelmed with emotions, but couldn't be more excited to announce that I'll be signing to play professional baseball with the Los Angeles Dodgers. I can't thank I can't thank everyone enough. My family, my friends, coaches, and everyone else who has been with me throughout this journey. This is a truly special day in my life, and I can't wait to get started with such an unbelievable organization. Go Dodgers! So, before we talk about this, what this means for us, the community, let's take a quick rewind to an interview we had, I had with him after he got drafted. You got drafted last year. What does that mean to you? Uh, it means a lot. You know, it was a really cool experience uh, for me, my family, and uh, my friends. And uh, it's something I'll definitely never forget. Not everybody gets drafted, so we know what it, how long it took you to get to where you want to be. What would you have to do in the next few years to make a big league squad? Uh, definitely a lot. You know, I'm nowhere where I I need to be for that to happen. So you know, it's going to take a lot of work and. Uh, you know, a lot of failure, but also, you know, hopefully a lot of success. All right, best of luck. And he made it. He got he signed a contract. Ain't that awesome that someone we know is now a Major League Baseball player, Andrew? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I can't believe I know a celebrity now on a personal level. And, and also, you know, it just shows that, you know, things like that could mysteriously happen. And, you know, I'm glad that, you know, he's in the MLB and that he's now famous because uh, – the notable alumni from Monroe Township High School, they're only two notable alumni. and now Let's make it three. I'm up there. No, sure. well, I was about to bring it up. So now we have three notable there, alumni. Let's, let's not forget about that. No, no, no. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways so, you know, uh, Monroe Township High School only has two notable alumni. Well, now three because Robbie Pito will be playing in the MLB now. So the notable alumni from Monroe Township High School are – Dave Meads, he graduated from our high school in 1981, and he was a former uh, relief pitcher for the Houston Astros. And then you have Nick Dini, who's a current Kansas City Royals catcher, and he was uh, he made his debut last year in, t- in 2019. And now you got Robbie Pito, who 
you know, who eventually will play for the Los Angeles Dodgers, which we have no idea when that will be because of what's going on with the with the virus. So, but we'll assume the latest he'll start will be next year. So we we have more to discuss with uh, the NHL. Um, teams are actually going back, as I mentioned before. What are the chances you actually see this happening where the playoffs get compete, competed, playoffs get completed, and there's a Stanley Cup champion? Do you what, what do you what would you say the percentage is? Um, I would say it's a fifty fifty chance that they'll have one because a lot of fans they want to see, you know, a Stanley Cup championship like they normally do every year, and since this is a new decade, of course, they want to see the first ever sports championship, and the whole decade during the whole decade. So I think I think they want a championship. But at the same time, though, it's like a lot of teams start in October. Like a lot of like new seasons start in October. I You know, I don't think these fans also want it to, you know, to start up again because by that point, by the time everything's over with, the next season is supposed to start. So, and of course, the next season would probably have to be delayed because of, you know, the restart of last season because of the pandemic. So, Andrew, it's been a blast. I'm right. happy we've done what we did today Have in our studio. Right. We actually, we had more, normally when we do a live show on Instagram, it's maybe about 20 minutes, but this looks like this is about a good half hour, 40 minute show. Right. So, it's been a pleasure. And right. before, before we log off, I think we should dedicate this show to Zach and Jude who tragically lost their lives two years ago today so the fact that Robbie signed his contract today as a tribute to Zach and the fact that we did our show today as a tribute to Zach and Jude I think we should ask them to continue to watch over all of us Robbie and hopefully that they could lead us to where we all want to be in our dreams and our goals because that was the type of person Zach was. He didn't. He wanted to be the best and achieve that everything. He looked at the best in people too. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, so I want to explain about something about that. So most of you guys don't know, uh, Zach and I, we actually knew each other because Robbie introduced us on Instagram Live right on this. So, uh, one day I went on Instagram live and Robbie hopped on my IG live and Zach was watching with him from his phone and Robbie had asked me if Zach could follow me and join my live because he thought I was a very interesting guy and he really liked how I acted in front of the camera. So since I had a, um, since I had an iPad at the time, because I was in high school at the time and my high school provided, you know, iPads. I, uh, I used an iPad. I used my iPad to, you know, to tape the uh, the live video, and I used my phone to do everything else. So, from my phone, I was able to accept Zach's follow request, and then he hopped on my uh, my live right away. So after my live show had ended, that's when Zach and I started talking. From there, we I messaged him a few times. I uh, had a few FaceTimes with him, and you know, and then. Whenever I would go on IG Live again, he would join. And he was just a nice kid to talk to, and he just never had a problem with anyone. And I just heard so many accomplishments and so many things he was doing uh, while he was here on Earth. 
And the day I heard he had died, you know, it was the worst day of my life because, I mean, even though we never met in person, you know, it was the worst day because the first, it was the first time ever in my life I knew somebody that was that young that tragically lost their life like that. And they lost it with someone else that they were related to. So, you know, it was very shocking news when I heard Zach and his dad had died. All right. So, Andrew, it's it's been a pleasure. Your yeah. show has been a great show. I look forward to another episode. Right. We truly make a great team. Yes. And, you know, we have the Doug Saravo show. We have the Doug Saravo show with Andrew Graham. Yeah. We have yeah. many great things yeah. ahead of us. And I'm really looking forward to see what we put together. Yeah. Viewers are great. So thank you guys for listening. It's been a great episode. I hope you guys got a lot of great feedback. Lots of information regarding the openings, regarding Major League Baseball, Kyrie Irving, National Hockey League, NBA. And once again, congrats to Robbie on reaching his dreams of signing a Major League Baseball contract. I'm Doug Sharavo. Alongside with me is Andrew Brem. Andrew, it's been a blast. And we have our next episode Monday. On Monday. June 22nd. Monday, June 22nd. Thank you guys and have a good one. Thank you guys. Take care.